time to go ape shit crazy. Uh, money marvelous. Just the money marvel for freestyle. Shout out to DJ Face Off. Every Thursday night, 10 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Money Mall Report presents the Long Island Spotlight Artist of the Week. This is real hip-hop at its finest. 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 Hey, yo, I go by the name of Money Marvelous, the lyrical architect. Proficiency is key when you trying to be a lyrical... What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Money Marv, the councilman. This is the Money Marv Report, man. 631 Long Island Radio, man. We're sorry we're late. <laughs> yeah, we we sorry we're late, man. We, you know, we, we had some things to get right on the air over here um, we can get this mic thing set up the correct way i'm not sure but yeah i got dj face off in the building with me man got a special special guest in the building with me shout out to jared all-star shout out to doll doll dance entertainment um we live though. We live tonight. Yeah. So, sorry for everybody that was waiting, man. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah. You, know I mean? you can blame me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and I can say shit now. Oh man, you can say shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can say what we want here. We can say what we want on here. We can do what we want to do. Um, definitely, man. Um, but I definitely got a special, special guest, man. I do don't it? know. Nah, he got you. He got you over there, man. You, you, you on both? You on both of y'all? Oh yeah, nah, he got it. I got. It. He, he got does. it now. <laughs> he got it now. Y'all just get to talking. So, um, nah, I got a special guest. Matter of fact, let me get that. Let me get that that USB to plug this in. I guarantee you, it's going. The snowball gonna work. My snowball. I always, I always rely on my snowball. I'm about to plug it right oh, in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't need my shit no more. Okay, fuck. Listen, man. Don't be mad. Move all on it. Move all on it. Move all on it. Move all on it. Shit. But we independent, so we do whatever the fuck we want. Jiggy, jiggy, check, 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 jiggy, 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 check, 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 but I got DJ Shuttle in the building with me, man. We, you know, we sharing the mic, so we, we gonna have some fun, man. Um, we my, doing shit today. Uh, my introduction to this gentleman, as we was talking off the air, y'all, you know, it was October 15th, I think, 2014 or 15, at Amityville, no, at Amityville at Revolutions. We had KRS-One came. And I met this gentleman, and I met this gentleman. I mean, he was tearing the fucking party down. When I say he had the crowd rocking, I had to give him his props. I was like, yo. And then he kind of blew me off like, yo, I'm a DJ. That's, that's what I do. That's what I do. I was like, No, yeah. no, that, that wasn't no, that wasn't no blow off family. That was, that was, that was, that was my unique way of saying thank you. I, I, <laughs> and I greatly appreciate that. Thank you, though. I, I, I appreciated you saluting it, and like, like I was, like I was saying off the air, like to me, it's too many whack DJs out here. So when I'm like, yo, I'm a DJ. This is what I do for real. Like I take this shit serious. So like, this is what a DJ supposed to be doing. It shouldn't be nothing special. 
Yeah. You feel what I'm talking about? I agree with you 100%. But everybody got a laptop, though, calling themselves a DJ. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just it's crazy out here right now. So, now let me ask you this, DJ Show, because you're a 516 native. But right now, he, he, he has 631 Long Island Radio, man. Believe that. 631, we're shaking. We out here. 51631. We representing the whole island because it's strong. You feel it? Um, Now... When you first started, when, when did you get your first piece of equipment? What was your first piece of equipment you ever got? Whether you was, when you was... Wow, my, my first piece of equipment. That you was like... <laughs> DJ equipment? Yeah, you was like, yo, yeah, I'm, oh. about, to get, I'm about to get it going. I want to hear what he said. Listen, I didn't, I didn't get my first, my own first set of turntables, DJ mixer, etc. until 2001. I learned how to DJ. One of my homies, I gotta always salute him. My boy Yada Love. He had, he, he was like, you know, like back in the day, because I'm an old head. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, it wasn't like now where everybody had equipment. Got it was it. like, yo, one dude got the equipment and everybody went over there to DJ. So my man Yada Love, he had the equipment. We talking about like 85. You know what I'm saying? 85, 86. You know, GLIs. You understand what I'm talking about? Okay, okay, you know, okay. like, very, very much throwback shit. Okay? Analog so, shit, y'all. Not digital. Analog. <laughs> so, so you know, that's my first introduction. Like, records I was, like, cutting for the first time was, like, Big Daddy Kane Raw. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are, rec- these are like, records I'm cutting for the first time. But, you know, I kind of fell in love with rapping after a couple years. And I started rapping. I became a rap artist. I was signed. Went on road Tommy Boy Records and did all that. And then after... You know, a certain time period, I was like, well, you know, you know, like it's more of a young man's game. You couldn't be 40 years old and come out like two chains back in 99. You know what I'm saying? So you had to kind of come out earlier, younger in your your life. So after the whole thing with the label was kind of fizzing out, whatever, I was like, well, let me let me go back to this DJ and shit. Let me see if I could pick this up, you know, because I I saw Biz made the transition, Q-Tip you know, a few artists that did that. And I was like, well, shit, I knew how to DJ from back in the day. I did it before. Let me pick this shit up. Mm. And then I went in, got the tables, bought a shitload of records. And then uh, I just started getting busy. And then, you know, I, I just basically, I fell in love with this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and my first love was DJing before rapping. So, you know, so yeah, you know, I, I didn't have no shit like way back when I was a kid, nothing like that. that you know I what I mean? You. So now... So you was rapping all through elementary, junior high, high school, and all that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually down with a crew. I'm from Uniondale, as a 21. I was down with a crew called Cracker Jacks that was uh, part of the New School Society. We released the New School. Dinko D helped formulate my crew. Big shout out to Cool Whip and Brittle, my guys. And, um, you know, we was down with Lisa New School. So before they had their deal, we was up at, you know, RHU Saturday nights with them and shit like that. So, you know, I was part of that whole that whole wave. Gotcha. I got you know, rump, rumple till skins. My attitude is <laughs> fucked up and real shitty. You know, I, I'm I'm part of that whole wave of rap artists from from Exit 21 and that, that side of town. I believe Earth. right now Shuttle's lying because if you was a DJ, you was damn showing your grandmama records <laughs> playing them <laughs> shits. No, no, no. no, no. The, the old school the, vinyl. The, the question was, when did I get my first equipment, oh, though? Oh, so, okay. So I did have an aunt. I did have an aunt. And if I if I got if I gotta salute any one person more than anyone, it's my aunt who had all the records. And when I was probably about seven years old is when I first started 
getting records and putting them on her record players. We talking about like 79, 80, Lenny Graham, one in a million, you and, yeah. and, and Rick James and uh, shit like that. Like, like these, those are the records that I'm looking at the record covers. Yeah. And I'm deciding what songs, what records I'm gonna play based on how cool the record covers was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how that's how shit was back then. Cause you ain't know what this shit sound like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you played it. So (laughs) somebody had to inspire you to play it. And whoever had the coolest record covers. And shit like that is still, like, it's part of my thinking now because of that whole experience. Like, to me, artwork still matters. You know what I'm saying? Because of that whole experience as a kid. I I agree with you 100% on the artwork because I think the artwork gives you a, a more of a vivid image. And it makes you use your imagination. Like, for me, when I wanted to become a producer you know i used to always read the credits like who did what and what who, studio yeah who mixed it yeah. what samples they used yeah. all the finer details and points that made you a professional you know and i think nowadays you don't even find credits on nobody the, nobody cares yeah nobody cares <laughs> it's microwave generation now like like who cares I mean, like, let me take that back. I mean, people care because if they like the track, they'll at least find out who made the beat. And then again, you got a lot of producers that get their tag on it, you know. Metro Boomer wants some more. What's it on that beat? Oh, so you know, you even gotta look up who made it because they telling you on the track. You know, I would see, and as you were saying, like that time and era you come from, like. I didn't know Jay Dilla produced a lot of my favorite songs. And I was like, damn, you know, as you as we was talking about the running away record from the mm-hmm, far side. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was Jay Dilla until later. Till later on. And I was like, damn, like, you know, and I wasn't doing my homework of looking into the looking into opening the package of the CD and looking into who produced it and and I'm like, we was damn. never into that shit. We was always into the oh shit, we got to do Wu Tang out, crack, snap, throw it what? in the CD player. Everyone down in your basement, you like, this shit hot. <laughs> Who got the beer? <laughs> Who going to get the beer this time? Who uh, got the old gold? You know, shut uh, up, shuttle. <laughs> shut up, shuttle. We in here clowning out. I didn't say no <laughs> names. So, you know, he sounded kind of guilty, like he yeah, had the yeah, whole goal. I don't care. Um, who go fight me for? It was not something else I wanted to ask you. Now, your top five DJs. My top five DJs. Yeah, the ones that Ooh. that resonated with you, that Ooh. made you like, yo, Ooh. listen, when I do this, Ooh. I'm striving to be just like them. I'm gonna, not be like them. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's really, I, I, I can't even really say it's five. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll keep it a buck with you. It's one. Just one? Okay. It's Kid Capri. Kid Capri was, Kid Capri was the only DJ. Because you got to remember, I went through a whole experience as a rap artist. And the biggest, the biggest thing that we actually were known for was performing, right? Yeah. So when I said, I'm going to be a DJ... I said I'm gonna bring the the entertainment and the, the performance aspect to DJing. Like I wasn't coming to compete with Jazzy Jeff and them types and DMC competition DJs. Yeah. I'm coming to be someone that's in the space of a Kid Capri. Gotcha, gotcha. 
know what I'm saying? Someone, apart. someone in a DJ Hollywood space going a little further back. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know what he's doing. He got the game on? Yo, listen. What's up with the game? Can we get an update on the game right now? Last I heard it was 97-94. Warriors up. Warriors, Warriors up. Warriors up with like four minutes left. We need a game seven. There's a lot of money, a lot of money out there. But Kid Capri, though, to answer that question, Kid Capri, Kid Capri by far was the one DJ I was like, yo, he the if I could do it like any one person, it would be like him. He played records fast before Serato. He played records at the hot Q point. 109, 108. Raptors are up by one point. 37 okay. seconds. 30 the seconds. Raptors are up by one. Raptors up by one. But Kicker, like now with Serato, you can cue your records where you want to play him at, right? Yeah. Kicker Pre was playing the best parts and the hottest parts of records long before Serato on vinyl and, and like played the best parts of the songs. He entertains you on the mic. And I mean, I just, I was like, I couldn't see any other DJ that competed with that. So Kid Capri was pretty much like... One, two, three, four, and five. Five, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah. See, for me, this is a personal friend of mine, man. Um, I don't, I'm going to call his government. He might get mad at me, man. Mr. Joseph Sadler, Grandmaster Flash, man, was... When I think of him, I call him the architect when it comes to that. Incredible, incredible. Like, like to me, now, who are my favorite DJs? I mean, Scratch is incredible. Flash, incredible. Um, um, Jazzy Jeff, fucking super duper incredible. I would probably rank him like, you know, like damn near 1B after Kid Capri. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't really talk, though. So, to me... Like, when I think of DJing, like I think of, like, what Hollywood made DJs known for. Interactive, getting the party going, and that whole thing. So, that's just kind of like a personal style preference. But, um, but those, to me, are, like, are like really the, the top DJs. And I, and, I, and I can't even front, man. Like, that, that, like, that 90s era, that tunnel era, yo, I used to go to the tunnel. Flex used to have that shit banging. Y'all niggas say, whatever y'all want about Flex in 2019, but... I used to go to the tunnel. See. And Flex used to have that shit humming. <laughs> humming, my nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Shit used to be humming. So if, if you if you didn't go through that experience of going to the tunnel on a fucking Sunday night and that shit would be shaking with fifteen hundred people in that bitch, yeah. you, you would you wouldn't understand. You, you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand why people like Flex. You know, and I'm jealous of that because see he said the tunnel, y'all. I was too young to even go to the tunnel. <laughs> I was so young, I couldn't even go to the tunnel. You know what I mean? And I'm jealous of that, man, because I just know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I would hear the stories of people saying about the tunnel and that whole atmosphere, the way things were just... New York City running shit. New York running shit. DMX, Noriega, Mob D, Nas... Locks, Biggie, Jay-Z, Mace. Yo, listen. Come on, man. This shit was a movement. This shit was a movement back then. So now, you were saying that you was a rapper before you was a DJ, right? Am I corrected with that? Well, what I I will say is I, I learned how to break dance 
do graffiti, rap, and DJ pretty much all at the same time. Because, you know, it's, it was a way of life and a thing that you embrace all the elements of the, of the, of the culture and not just like, I want to be a rap star or I want to be a DJ star. You know Entertainer. I was in, I was immersed into the hip hop culture. I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So you got a very long lineage there. You've been around a while. Yeah, my original tag name was Fantasy, you heard? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy. <Boom>. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Not tropical fantasy, but fantasy. F A N T A S Y. That was that was that was my tag. I used to be out there, you know, bombing a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you're a graffiti guy. I get it. I get it. Yo, I wasn't amazing, but it was just a thing. Like, yo, you learn how to get on the floor and spin. You learn how to fucking do your up lock rock. You learn how to rap. You learn how to DJ. It's like, yo, this is hip hop. It's not just like some some cool shit that you do. It's like I embraced all of the elements. So now, what artist really inspired you? Just I'm talking about artists. It could, like we touch on the DJs, but now I'm talking about the artists, the 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 wordsmiths. What guys stood out to you? Oh, I mean, by far, my my, my personal favorite is KRS One. He, he's he's the one that made me like really look at life with a holistic point of view. Definitely Chuck D, Public Enemy. Um, like you know, I, I feel so fortunate when I hear this the shit that's coming out right now that I grew up in a time period where the music inspires you to actually have knowledge yourself, to be proud of who you are, to be to be intelligent, speak intelligent, yeah. and representing yourself in an intelligent way and, and not like in a, in a matter where being ignorant was cool. Yeah. So, you know, definitely those artists, man. I, I love NWA and their whole, you know, fuck the police and, and, and their whole like straight out of Compton and we don't give a fuck type of energy. Yeah. And, um, but, but Karis One was really like the first rapper that made me like, wow, okay. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. For me, KRS-One made me always want to battle. Oh. Man, I oh. always want to battle. I mean, he, he, he made me, he made me like, like, you have to always be ready to battle. He made me be prepared for it as an MC. Yeah. Because after I saw he mopped the Juice Crew, you know, and being originally from the Bronx, I'm originally from the South Bronx. Gotcha. I moved gotcha. to Long Island when I was young, but it was one of those things where every weekend I went back to the Bronx gotcha. for several years. What part of the Bronx? South Bronx. South Bronx. 163rd, okay. Kelly Street. Salute. Okay. okay you know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. Not, not, not far from guys like Fred Johnson, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, you know, coming to Long Island and, and going back every week. It was it was a wild dynamic seeing seeing both, but it was a bit know. of a culture shock too for you, right? Yo, I fucking hated Long Island when I moved out here. <laughs> I was like, I used, to, I used to be like, oh please, can I go back to the Bronx? Oh. And you know, but Mom but, Dukes wasn't hearing that. <laughs> no, she let me go back on the weekends. Okay, okay, so I, yeah. I, I, I could go on the weekends. But you, know? she, but you had to come it, your it, ass it, back home. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was no there was no long stays. It was, Strictly stroke stays with grandma and all that, you know? Nah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, but 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 I, I grew to appreciate Long Island as I got older and and saw that, you know, it, it, it gave it gave a certain level of peace that you just couldn't get, you know, as I got older and got more exposure to things, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I, I understood, you know, why why I was out there. Gotcha. So I got salute Mars for for making the move, you heard? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people who come from the 
from the five boroughs when they come to the island. Ah. It's a it's a culture shock because you what know my pops is, is from the Bronx. What, the, what is this? You know, I do. Y'all playing? You ain't playing baseball. They play stickball on the street. <laughs> yeah, with a handball. Yeah, with a handball. You play in the middle of the street. What are y'all doing? Y'all going to a field to play baseball? Really? <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we play baseball in front of the taxi cab. Why they the horns. All right. Cool. I'll, I'll learn. I'll learn it. I'll learn it how you guys learn it. You know. I think. You know, like when I see hip hop today in 2019, it's definitely a different time. And I'm just like, I'm still trying to adjust. But do you have that problem with trying to adjust in 2019 uh, in the current state of hip hop? Whether it's DJing, rapping. I mean, do I like a lot of this shit? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one thing I learned a long time ago, and this is one of my key life mantras, and I'm going to turn the music down for this one. You got to be changeable to be remainable. Mm, say, say, say that again. Say that again. You got to be changeable to be remainable. Well, I'm, I'm about to applaud this. Back to you. You don't need my sandwich no more, motherfucker. Big, big okay. shot the face off. <laughs> you know I mean? Super, producer, Super producer, DJ Face-Off in the building. I ain't a producer. I don't make beats. Don't no. come on my face. Radio show producer right don't now. Don't come on my face. You're on the radio show. Super producer. You're a super producer for the radio show right now. That's this man right here. Mr. Oh. Councilman Marv here. Oh. I'm just in the background for the night. Listen, man. I mean, for me, it's an honor and a pleasure, man, to just have this talk with you, man, one-on-one and dig into your background and get to know a little bit more about you because I know I ran into you in traffic a few times. Right, and, right, right. You know, we got we talked briefly, but we never really got to have a... Chopper. Yeah, you know, a hip-hop conversation. No, I'm hip-hop. <laughs> I'm hip-hop. And... and I'm co-signing that deal. It's all hip-hop because... We're going to hit them claps again. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We're going to hit them claps. That's all you got? You only got one? Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Oh, there you go. Shots fired. Okay. Shots fired. I am... There we go. Believe that. Some of you guys are not hip-hop. Shots fired. That shit sounds like a straight cap gun. Like an old... Eddie Murphy from the... Hold on, Stop shooting that bullshit. Stop shooting that bullshit. <laughs> nah, well, it's, it, it, it's it's pretty loud though. But um, uh, I, tru- I, I truly respect your craft, man. And and I had money plus- on Golden State. Oh, hold up, not uh, you interrupting the show. What I'm happened? Sorry, who had money on Golden State? I ain't had no money on Golden State. All right, so y'all niggas won't be broke tomorrow because the Raptors just won. Wow. One twelve. One ten. 112 to 110. Shout out to Canada, man. I'm gonna applaud Canada, man. Shout out to Canada, man. They actually listen. Hold up. Let, let me just let, let me just say this, cause see, I, when people people get mad at me, shuttle when I say the NBA is fixed. I believe it's fixed. And and the reason why I say the NBA is fixed, cause look, right? It, pro- it probably was a zillion dollars on Golden State winning tonight. And, and not only that, look, right, the reason why I said I said Toronto was going to win, because, look, Canada has never won a championship from the NBA, from the National Basketball Association. I thought they were going to win it in Game 7, though. 
Nah, I, I thought they was going to win it in five, but then I was just like, nah, that, the NBA going to want to keep that money going. Because, see, I'm looking at sales and merchandise and different things of that nature when I'm talking about why they keep the games going and why they keep things going. Because, like, why not? Why not keep it going? Because it's, it generates money. And jersey sales. Come on, man. Kawhi Leonard's jersey is about to sell a whole lot of money right now. A whole lot of Toronto Raptors jerseys. And then he going to leave. Boy. Nah, he ain't leaving. <laughs> he ain't leaving. Him and Danny Green going to run the fuck up. <laughs> Didn't Danny Green come from Boston? He's nope. from Long Island. He from, he nah, he played from, on Boston, right? Nah, he was from the Spurs. Nah, he came from the Spurs. The Spurs, but, but, okay, but okay. okay. Okay, okay. But he's from Long Island, so he can do what he want out there. He got, Kawhi, he, got, he got a ring. He got Kawhi a ring. already got a ring, got too, a ring, with the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, but shout so out to my man Danny Green, though, from the island. Okay, that's not island. Me. No I bad. Didn't even know that. No bad native. Danny Green from the island. Yeah. No Babylon. No bad native. Absolutely. Y'all just taught me something. Nah, listen, sweet. Listen, so, you know. I'm, 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 I'm giving. You get off on exit, what's that? Not straight path, the one that's uh, right there before, before straight path. Yeah. You get off there, you go all the way down to the end. He got his own little plot. You know, he got his own little, yeah, he got his own little plot. Home of Danny Green. Nice, interesting, interesting. Uh, now, I had the pleasure of airing this record, man, a couple weeks ago, man. And I, I think I don't know if Shuttle gave me the drop on it. No, you, you, you definitely got the early drop on it. It just, yeah. re, it just released last week, Friday. So you know, you, Turn you, it down you, a little bit you, you got, you, you got, you got the drop, you got the drop on it before it released. And it's only out to DJs, radio show hosts, things like that. Listen, so you're in a small group of people that got it early. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Big shout out to DJ Bezos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and my super apologies for not making him on that on that limited <laughs> list. <laughs> Yo. And, and and listen, man. But he has it now, though. He does have it now. I, got it now. I don't even. And, and, and I'm one of them dudes. I don't even like a lot of people's shit. I'm dead ass. I don't like people shit like that. And I'm and I'm a very I'm a real critic of music. But I'm just gonna say from a lyricist and being just a radio host, radio station owner, and a personality and just being a fan of hip hop, like I, I fell in love with that. And believe it or not, man, DJ Shuttle was actually in the top five top tracks, man, on this station, man. Because as soon as I added live, somebody niggas was clicking on that. Hold on, I'm going to applaud that again. They was clicking. They was clicking. I'm not going to wait for the applause. They was clicking that. I'm going to applaud it. They was clicking on that joint. Shout out to all the ladies dancing to it. After getting after the United World Pen Studios and all that. (laughs) 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 Yo, it was... Definitely one of them joints, man. I, I, as a matter of fact, we, we I'm gonna just I'm gonna just play this record, right? And then we are gonna get into the re- we gonna we talk gonna, about yeah, it, yeah, dissect it. About, yeah, yeah, we gonna break All that right, down. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It's about to go down, party people. All right? DJ, shout out to you, cut we out here. Let's have some fun. What we gonna do right now? We gonna take this party to another level, alright? Y'all ready? Ready? Do that dance, do that dance, do it. Do that dance, do that dance, do it. Do that dance, do that dance, do it. 
That's that heat right there. That's that heat right there. Listen, if you not bump into that, you fucking bugging. That's hip-hop. That's classic music right there. And 20 years from now, listen, man, that's going to be something. That's I'm still going to play that 20 years from now. I'm still going to jam to that. Why? Because it just is fire. It's heat. I, I, I appreciate it. The, the whole goal was to make something that could last a test of time, and that could be, you know, family and fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something that if it's a if it's a family event, your moms and your auntie could dance to it, and the kids could dance to it. The kids could dance to it too. It's you know not like a line dance, but kind of like a line dance. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. I so, got you. I got you. know, you. just just try to make it with some of the elements that I thought you know I see working on records. I, I, when I first heard it, I was like, yo, that's that's a hit right there. And I and, and I'm co-signing that. That actually reminds me of the old um, what is that? The um, Mr. C's, the Come On Babies, and all that. The um, the breakbeat, the breakbeat type era where we Absolutely. had to go and get those those white labels for those. Absolutely. So I could definitely <laughs> listen. Ava, Ava Records. Not even Ava, just a, even just before a, those. Just the white labels. You know, the white labels, they ain't had no name. It wasn't no AB8. It was just like white label. And you got the hot hit. I used to like, get them oh, Jamaica Ave. I had to go with Brooklyn. <laughs> B Street. I was B Street, Brooklyn, Queens. Mm. I was all, uh, I, one whole Saturday. Marvin never went with me, but a whole Saturday was number new records. 
I mean, like, to me, that's that's one of the old new modern day. What's that do? Webstar, whatever. Yeah, Webstar, Fat Man School. Yeah, you, you know, know, like let me clear my throat type thing. That, and that's exactly what I was one hundred percent going for. Something to, and something, I, something to fit in that space. <laughs> Shut up, man. He jamming right now. He jamming. He jamming with us. Um, I really like when I heard it and I seen the, 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 the. The rhyme schemes that you use with it. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see what he did. Yeah, how he incorporated the different things. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was mean, hell. It was I mean, hell. like, I was, like, what I wanted to do, my, my, my idea was, like, just make it very, very familiar. Yeah. Just make it very familiar. Like, like to me, like, when, when, I, do, when I do party hosting, that's essentially what I do. Is you know, I'm incorporating that same kind of vibe and concept, you know, with my call and response with the crowds right? when I'm doing an event, whether I'm DJing on the mic or if I'm just, you know, hosting for another DJ. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so I just incorporated those same elements in, on my own record, which was like when I thought about it and I said, y'all, alright, let me try to do one of these. Like, I felt like it should be easy for me because I'm already doing this shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it was, I, I could see it was easy for you, and I was like, oh, he, he put that together real but, well. But I, ha- I have to give definitely credit to my co-producer, Mr. Seldom. You know what I'm saying? Who, hey, shout out to him. I, I want to I say, I can't really say former DJ. I mean, he don't really be out there DJing no more, but it's kind of like once a DJ, always a DJ. Yeah. So he gives, he gives his props like that for me. But but I, I do my mixtapes with him. Gotcha. Most nine out of ten, I do with him as my engineer. So he understands from working with me, like he he knows my vibe number one, and number two, like he knows from a DJ's ear, not an engineer's ear, what records need to be, certain elements in the record, like 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 certain breakdowns that are in the song that give you a certain feeling. He put them elements in from a DJ's perspective. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and that, that's why he's co-producer. And, and for me, like, when I listen to people, see, I'm listening to how you sound, your voice. Because sometimes I hear cats be spitting, and I be like, yo, their voice sucks. And I'm going to be honest with you, that that is actually what holds me back from enjoying probably... 80% of the shit that comes out. Like, I mean, no homo. I like a man's voice to sound like a man yeah. when I'm listening to music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, these guys sound like little girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 they sound yeah. whiny. They sound bitchy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it's it, like, my ear can't even enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? My ear is trained for Rakim, for KRS One, for Big Daddy King, for Ice Cube. My ear is trained in a whole different kind of way. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing for me is like how people sound. Not so much your rhyme flow, it's your voice. Like your voice gotta stand out. You gotta you gotta have you gotta have like you gotta have bars, right? You gotta have delivery. But you have to have a voice. The voice means something. The, yeah. vo- the, the voice is an instrument to its own. Like, 
like to me, if you if you call yourself an MC, rapper, whatever, entertainer, like I need to hear no music. Entertain me with no fucking music. Got it. Entertain me. Yeah, yeah. Rap. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Give me the melody. Like let your voice captivate me. Yeah. And if that shit don't happen. To me, like you're not really. Not really. Nah, you you ah. not, you, you, you you know you in the G League. Yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna lie, we ah. You in the ah. What's up? What's up? You in the G League? Nah, I definitely feel you on that. Or the D League, whatever they call it. Yeah, the D League. Yeah, yeah, NBA You in the minors? You in the minors? You ain't playing with the majors. They need to go back to detention. That, that, and that's what's hard for me because, like, coming from an element where, like, to get to a fucking studio, like, you couldn't even, like, just have your own money and go to a studio. Like, you gotta be like, yo, son, you good. We need to get you to a studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody put their hand on your shoulder and took you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't just be like, I'm fucking dope. You couldn't just rap. You gotta wait online to rap. And don't be whack because you get to the fucking end of the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so after going through that, going through that kind of experience growing up, it's like, yeah, I, I understand it's changed. It ain't what it used to be. But because of that experience, my level of my bar is just higher. My bar is just higher. I don't care what it is. You setting the bar like singular. I got you. I got you. I mean, as you touch on, as you mentioned the studio, right? As no, you said, cipher right now in this beat. Set it off, mom. Set it off, mom. Uh, nah, uh, 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 so he really, he, he really got to start some trouble. I'm like, I'm, hold on, face, hold on. <laughs> Turn up just a little bit, face. Oh, 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 oh. Moneyball, DJ Shuttle, we here, we live by 861. Yo, little fuck, let's go. I'm just playing, y'all. Just wait until tomorrow. I'm always going to hear Facebook, the Shuttle. Check, check, check. Take a step back. Take a step back. One, two, mic check. Get the shit right and exact. No doubt. I got clout. Big style from the top. No, I never flop. I hit it on the dime. I hit it on the quarter. Yo, check it out. It's a slaughter on your daughter. I order. Stick a fucking pick in your eye. For what I do, I never do it to the day that I die. DJ Shuttle in the place one time. On 631, I do this shit for fun. It ain't even serious. Eddie Murphy is delirious. Money Mall, check it out. We gon' do it like that. Niggas can't see me rhyme. I've been a DJ for years. Check it out. Shout to all my peers. My nigga self in the building. Face off, drinking old beers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, rap shit is easy. That's what I'm using. That's all from the top. Just some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having some fun. He's having some fun. He's having some fun. I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm going to say the written for another time. I'll say the written for another time. <laughs> but we here. Do that dance 2019. Some for the people to have fun. You know what I'm saying? The vibe to you. heard? Definitely. I think the studio is still important. And I think people should always have a second opinion, man. Stop trying to be, stop trying to be an artist and a rapper. Just be an artist and let somebody else be the co-pilot on the ship sometimes. And as you, as you said about your partner, right? The gentleman that helped you do, do that dance record, like how you said he came from a DJ's perspective. A lot of artists don't have that in today's time. Well, 
like you gotta have a good corner. You gotta have a good team. Good you know what I'm saying? Man on the on the side. <laughs> I if you don't if you don't have any if you don't have any DJs in pocket that you can be like, yo, uh, this is some new shit I just did. What you think? If you don't have no DJs in pocket that you can reach out to like that, you fucking up. You fucking up. I wouldn't even say DJs. I, if you ain't got a real, like, real homies behind you in the studio telling you, like, nah, go back in there and do that. Well, you need, you need that, too. Yeah. But you need DJs in your corner that you can reach out to to give you some a DJ ear on records. That is true. Yeah. But, but, you, but you need to have some guys that will be brutally honest with you in the studio yeah. when you're working. And you don't need to just be doing this shit in your room by yourself and yeah, yeah, yeah. putting it out on Facebook records, talking about my shit is hot. You can't have a hundred... that SoundCloud link everywhere. Nah, nah, nah. What he means is like, you can't have a hundred cousins sitting in the studio like, yo, that shit's dope, man. That shit's dope. Yo, then then you, you got your you boy know, homie. You know how much songs like, I, 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 I see, um, you know, what's the shit I always see? Uh, yo, this shit is lit. Yo, this shit is lit. It's lit. It's lit. Yo, yo, everything's not lit, my G. Everything's not lit. Everything is not lit. Please. That's definitely a fact. Please. Yo, am, am I lying? Y'all, y'all don't see that shit? I, yeah, I see it all the time. Wax, so I just turn it down. You know how many people I sent this record to before I put it out? Like, I'm talking about like, like, like people I respect. Like, I grew up with, a, with mentors. You know what I'm saying? The music business. Shout out to my guy, Shamelo D. You know, co-producer of the incredible Put Your Hands With My Eyes Can See by Busta Rhymes. He's from the 516, you know, studio, Strong Island Studios, Fame, Public Enemy, you know, and the, and the Bomb Squad, you know, uh, him, you know, and I also consider Johnny Juice, you know, mentors, you know, of mine that, that put me onto game as a young artist coming up, you know, that told me no on plenty of records. What? Fuck that. You're going to like the next shit, though. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, <laughs> and, and you know, and you went back motivated to in, in, impress someone whose opinion you knew meant something because of what they've done in the game, and you respected what they've done, so you know it means something coming from them when they tell you, yo, yo, this is it. Yeah, I, I got you. You know, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I just stopped being a rapper just because I just don't see no money in it no more. And I don't see no fun in it, really. It ain't fun. Yo, these young boys is having fun. I ain't going to... I mean, I, I'm doing a, some of these events, like DJing. These young boys is definitely having fun. They having fun. You know, like, you got to be like 21, 22 to be having fun right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't think ain't nobody in this room. Are you, are you, are you, are you, pop, are you popping mollies? Hell no. I didn't see. That's the problem. So you're not having no... You ain't popping no mollies. You ain't having no fun. You, you sipping on lean? Nah. Dirty Sprite? I don't even know what that is. See, then you're not gonna have no fun if you're not doing these things. See, for me, <laughs> when I when I when I was coming up, I came up in the era of the drug dealers, not the, not era, the drug users. Yeah, not the junkies. Come on, man, you 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 wanna be you wanna be the dealer or, over the user if you gotta be one of the two. If you if you have to be one of the two, you want you don't you don't wanna you don't wanna be the abuser. Like I, I came up in the era of. The drug dealers. So absolutely, my my thing is get money. Get money. Get I'm money. Not. You you don't you want to get money. You don't want to be on that corner and have you know like it was embarrassing to be a drug user. Absolutely. 
It was embarrassing. Like, was. like yo, you you are fucking crackhead. You know. No one wanted to hear that. Twenty, yeah. your 2019 man. I guess it's cool to be on crack, coke, pills, and all sorts of weird and, shit. And the, and the thing is, K2 like, and all and, that and other shit. And it's not like it's not like people didn't do it. Because, I mean, like, even Wu, that they spoke about it, like, you know, like, Lord Jamar, but, yo, they did their shit, like, subtle, quiet, low, it was like, yo, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this shit, let me do this shit very quietly, not be on, on social media for the world to watch me do it, because if those platforms was out during that time, they probably wouldn't have been doing it, on the platforms, Yeah, it would have been quiet. And the way I remember, you know, drug users, see, like, I remember, like, when people party, like, your parents worked all week, and on Friday or Saturday, they go to their people's house, and, you know, they play cards, drink their booze, and do whatever. Yeah, and then they come home, and... That's it. And it's back to go to work. work. You know, kids, you fucking up in school, I'm whooping your ass. You know what I mean? Now, the parents do the drugs with the kids. Oh, shit. I don't know, no, I don't know about that. Nah, come on, man. You've you been around longer than me. I mean, I don't know nothing about that as a parent doing that. I, I'm not saying you per se, but <laughs> there are parents that do it. So I've heard. There are a lot of parents that do it. I'm, I, you know, I, I call them millennials. Millennial parents? Yeah. I call them millennials. Because yeah. <laughs> I knew if I was trying to smoke a blunt and my mom's, what, boy, I would break your fucking tail. You ain't smoking nothing. Not in this house and not around me and don't let me catch you doing it. But millennial parents, they do it with their kids. Oh, I'd rather you do it here. Well, and be out in the street. street. Yeah, like, no, yeah, you enabling that bullshit. Fuck that. Hell no. Hell no. I'm not with none of that, man. Listen, I got one son. And, you know, and I don't have to worry about that. My son is autistic, but he's a great kid, man. And he made me a better person. So I believe it. You know, I don't have to worry about certain things. Some of those, yeah, you know, I have to worry about other issues instead of... But not some of the bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I just see, like, parents today, man, definitely uh, partying with their kids. I got nothing against it, you know what I mean? If that's how you... Partying is one thing. Drugging is another thing. See, to me, partying, I know, is people using drugs. Uh, You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, you know, when they say, yo... You parties, yeah, I'll party. I'm thinking, all right, yeah, he sniffs some coke, <laughs> smokes weed. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? That is how some people party. You know, because like I said, I grew up in the era of the drug dealers, not the drug users. Now, as we were talking about DJing now, me, I know DJing to be your stereo system with the speakers, the mixer, the, the, the techniques. In the records, not so much. Fuck around and be put, a real, a real throwback, throwback. <laughs> you know, not so Fuck much around. people pushing buttons. And I get it, that's the new wave in time. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, a lot of y'all ain't DJs, man. Y'all computer DJs. That's what <laughs> computer DJs. Well, listen, like I said before, my mantra is changeable to be remainable. So, you know, 
If I tell you how much times I packed up crates and took crates to parties and carried them techniques, man. Was that man. was that fun for you? I mean, it was fun when I did it. You know what I'm saying? But then you start getting older. And you know, and your body, your back start hurting yeah, a little I bit mean, too like, much. <laughs> you know, it, it shit becomes physically demanding. Let me, I, 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 I can actually fill in with shuttle with that because when you, when you, y'all niggas in, is fucking lazy, man. Stop being fucking oh, lazy, here, here, man. Here, here we go. Fuck that. That's here, some here, lazy here shit. Here we go. That's some lazy it, shit. It's, it's how you get beat up by two DJs in the room, with you. This is how you this get is, beat up. This is, <laughs> this is how he forgets that he had to pick up one of my speakers. We never had this. We wasn't in the power era where you had the light carbon fiber goddamn speaker that had the 112 in it. No, you had the hardwood. He like... 150, 150 pound speakers. You got to pick this shit up every day? Nah, just one time. <laughs> I'm leaving this shit here. We'll get this shit tomorrow. <laughs> you know, the, the amps and the, the, the crowns, the Yamahas, the PVs. He don't know about that era. He just know, oh, this speaker light. I can take this off with no problem. Listen, man, I carry. He left that before. one speaker. He's like, oh shit. I carry records before okay. them crates. I just think it was more of an art form back then than it is today. We ain't talking about the I, crates though. We talking I, about the I, equipment. I, I I I agree with that. I agree with that. So what I what I attempt to do, you know, and. In my time when I DJ, is to incorporate the elements like really blending and transitioning records, not just pressing a button and just slamming a record in. You know what I'm saying? No finesse, no skill. No, I got you. You know, like because when I think of the foundation of a hip hop DJ, right? I'm listening. To to me, to me, the foundation of of hip hop DJs was that they they provided the element to take the best parts of the record and loop those records. And when they loop those records that allow people to dance to the best parts of the songs, eventually that became B-Boys, B-Girls, and, you know, break dances. And they were and they were dancing to the best parts of the song, which basically the DJ was looping. Got so, um, and I forgot the term that they called it. Um, break beat? No, no, no. The, 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 the term... I think it's um it's uh it's cool hurt that has the, the term I wanna say uh something like round robin or something like that. Right, right. right. Where he selects the best part of the song and is looping the best parts of the song and they start doing that and people are like, yo, what the fuck is that? Oh that well that's you know, that's deep, that's real, that's hip hop DJing. You know? And and for me, being able to have that continuous flow from Record to record is what makes a hip hop DJ. To me, that's the foundation of it. Gotcha. A- as it was developed and known. Now, like all the other things, like you know, scratching and cutting, you know, to me, those are, those are, those are elements later. Just like MCing originally was hyping the crowd, and then storytelling and rappers like KRS, Nas, Chuck D, King. Later, that became more intricate and things like that. But at its core, to me, DJ Foundation is being able to loot the best parts of records in, in transition, for sure. Definitely. I, I agree with you 100% on that. And 
He just broke it down for y'all. He really broke it down for y'all. <laughs> Real simple. <laughs> he dumbed it down for y'all for those that didn't know that. Because <laughs> I think everything is dumbed down nowadays and everything is easy and everything is at the tip of your fingers. And I'm not mad at that because... It's a blessing and a curse like anything else. I mean, like when I was a rap artist... I mean, if I'd have had tools like the internet and Facebook to promote the shit that I was doing, I mean, my shit could have got, got, got fucking out of here. Like, I got a record that we had that, that came out on Tommy Boy on a compilation album. When I, I play this shit for people right now, they'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that? That shit is crazy. That shit's hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we had, if I had some of these resources, so, so I'm, I mean, I'm happy that people have the resources. I just, I just wish that people had a better system to to kind of have a checks and balance before they put their music out and not just, you know, put it out themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I think since we're in an independent time, because I see now everything is independent and everybody can make a video with a $500 camera and now they video or, directors. Or a phone. Or a phone. Oh, no, they just use an iPhone now to shoot videos. an iPhone. They just, yeah, they just shooting videos on yeah. iPhones now. They got they got the program right on the phone. You just you shoot it and you chop it up. You edit it. See how easy that is. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to school for video production, and there was none of that shit. You had to rewind the the reel. <laughs> yeah, you had to rewind it, <laughs> cut it, chop it, place it. You know, it was it was more it, it, it was more it was more technique involved with it. More finesse. Yeah, nowadays, like like you said, the iPhone, you don't even need a camera anymore. And you doing and to me that's not that's not being a real video director. Like Hype Williams. See, when he made videos That shit was a movie. Yeah. That shit was a movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, it um, was like an experience for those three and a half minutes. Yeah. And same thing with with just people putting music out, like how easy it is to put music out. You can go viral in ten seconds. Not for nothing. This is why I never, I never like, like, like over immerse myself into doing mixtapes, into doing mixes and putting them on SoundCloud, because I don't want to overexpose myself. Gotcha. Because everybody, it's, this shit is so disposable now. Like you don't even care. Yeah, everybody's doing it. Do that dance available right now on iTunes, available on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not it's not on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to overexpose it. So you're not even gonna put a video out for this? I will put a video out. Yes. Looking forward to shooting the video. Working on the treatment now. You know, I got some. I got I got a dance team that's gonna be part of it. But that's what I'm saying. I don't want to say too much about the video. Too much about the video. I just want to be in the background. Okay, cool. Can, can, you, can you roll skate? Yeah, I can. Oh, okay, cool. We, we, so, we going so, to the we going so, to the roll skate roll skate jam in uh, Central Park to shoot some of the scenes in a couple of weeks. Uh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and then I'll, and then I'm gonna do something probably at Eisenhower Park, like a little family cookout vibe, and I'm gonna have that Will Smith summertime kind of feeling for the video. Along with the skating concept, okay, with the dances and you know, get, pulling the drone out, you know, okay, okay. getting them good scenes and yeah, all yeah, that, yeah. good visuals, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the alcohol, <laughs> red cup, red cups, red cups, no red gold cup. face, Leo gold. I don't know, I might bring out a forty ounce for that one. Jeez. 
I might even try to find a 64 gallon. Oh, I might even try to go find a 64. Listen, yeah, you ever had St. Nas back in the day? Yes, I have. Nah, St. Nas was like, that shit was like, yo, you want to get lit lit? You drink C9. That was definitely. <laughs> yeah, if you want to just get lit, you just get a, get an old gold. But if you want to get lit lit. Well, get mellow, you get an old gold. You want to act the lit, you get a C9. Yeah, I had that a few times, but I was like, nah, this shit is too much. I had to chill with the C9. I'm not. I never like to drink none of that shit, man. I. <laughs> man, now I'm a little bit older. My taste buds are a little bit different, so I could do a Heineken or something. But there you go. Other than that, I'm not. I'm not messing with none of that old school mm-hmm. malt liquor mm-hmm. shit. I'm not even messing with it at all. But I just want to say, man, like I'm actually glad, man, that I actually got to get to know a little bit more about you because see i never got to really chop it up with you yeah no this is the first time this is the first time i'll chop up and i'm glad we got to um to uh to do it and as i'm going on the do that dance world tour this is the first stop so this is going to be a very memorable stop for me because you know this is a whole new phase in, in my career and um you know hopefully you know the journey will be long but this is absolutely the first interview stop on the Do That Dance tour. So, I thank you for being the first one. You know, man, and I'm actually glad that you're actually the first Long Island artist to be actually physically next to me on the Long Island Artist Spotlight huh. at 631 Long Island Radio slash 516 because we got 516 in the building well, as it could well. be 631, 61 Radio but some 516 artists coming through. <laughs> yeah. You know, we represent the Long you know, in the Strong Island. You know, and I don't even call it Strong Island, man, because I, I think about uh, the last place I was <laughs> before, before I got to 631 Long Island huh? Radio. Um, yeah. Where was you? The last institution you was hey, at? Hey, listen. <laughs> the last institution. <laughs> <laughs> I, but listen, I, I gotta, I gotta touch on this though. Separate from, separate from that, just dealing with the name, Strong Island, right? Like I've been hearing some other names that, like, like, like you wanna call Long Island something different than Strong Island? You wanna have all these new? These new names. These new names. Have, like, listen, do you, do you not understand and respect what Strong Island is and what it's done? You want to switch it up to some other shit? I be seeing that and I be like, yo, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's like, the, it's the like, drugs. Yo, like, <laughs> drugs. come on, man. Come on, man. It's like, you got, you got to respect. And, and to me, like that mentality is what is holding back artists from Long Island. Like you, you think you're too good, and you want to detach yourself from a history and a lineage that is so strong. Yeah. I mean, we got some of the greatest in the game. Like Public Enemy is is fucking hip hop Hall Royalty. of Fame, rock and roll Hall of Fame, like legendary artists. And here they are, the ones to coin the phrase Strong Island and put Strong Island on the map world fucking wide. And you don't want to be Strong Island. You want to be some other shit. I'm not even going to mention the names that I've heard. You know what I'm saying? As, as, as the five percenters would say back in the days up north, Lord's Island. And- Lord's Island. Now, if you know, listen, Lord's Island, is that's like an AKA. Strong Island, AKA Lord's Island. Yes. I fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's but, but, but don't act like you're trying to bring a new name to represent Long Island. Nah. 
Strong Island, aka whatever you thinking about. I right, cool. Don't fuck around with that Strong Island though, because that shit is here forever. Definitely. So DJ Shuttle. Face man. off. I'm saying something wrong. Nah. Okay. I'm. Look, I'm I just want to make sure it ain't just only me feeling that way. Bleed just like me. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Shout out to JVC Force. You heard? So, um, Strong Island. You heard? Definitely. 1988. That was ringing heavy. That was ringing heavy in the jeeps out here. Okay, I remember, I remember that song. I remember that. They, they had a little video for that on YouTube. JBC Force. Yeah. Doing damage. 1988. Repping CI. 631. What up, though? Uh, I, I know my history. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, it's hard to talk shit to me because I respect what's new, but I know my history. Definitely. And, and, and I'm not going to ever shit on the people that came before me. So with that, folks, being said, DJ Shuttle, let them know where they can find you on your social media. They can find me, everything, DJ Shuttle NYC, uh, Facebook, DJ Shuttle, uh, Twitter, DJ Shuttle NYC, um, DJShuttle.com app, you know, mobile app. That shit is popping right now. Um, You can find that DJ Shuttle, uh, do that dance out right now. iTunes. In fucking Amazon, you know what I'm saying? You can't get it on on YouTube right now, though. You can't do that. So you can go to Spotify. You fuck with Spotify. You can do that. Um, yo, and, and catch me July 20th at Club Orange East Meadow. I think I will be performing the song for the first time, which I'm excited but a little nervous about. What day are you doing that? Saturday, July 20th, Club Orange. Oh, so that's before the. Okay, okay, Big shout to my guy Chase Bradley, yeah, okay. Moet, aka Chris Ray, uh, Jocelyn, and um, you know the whole team that put this pure event, a pure all white event. You know, and sometimes people hit all white and think it's all white people. It's not all white people. It's all white. We're dressing in all white. Okay, cool. So, like I said, I think I'll be performing the song for the very first time that night. I'm a little nervous, a little excited. And um, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. You know, it's it's crazy when you was an artist and you used to just do this shit. And now as a DJ, like you know, fucking almost 20 years now, and having really not been in the front like that. Yeah. It's just a whole different vibe. It's a good euphoria for you. But 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 what I love about it though is that I'm I'm excited though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not at a point where I'm I'm dead. I'm jaded. Like, if I wasn't a little nervous, it's like that good energy before the game kind of excitement. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm locked in. I'm focused, you know? Definitely. definitely. I hope you'll be there. Face, I, I hope you'll be there. Doll, I hope you'll be there. I will. I will. Definitely. All right. Listen, all white. All white. It's an all white affair. You heard? Club Aura. East Meadow. I'll make sure you guys get all the information. Definitely. And yeah, listen, folks. What's that? I'm going to leave y'all with 20. this. I'm going to leave everybody with my... My famous quote, man, on how I normally do my end my show. Listen, folks, man, we got a lot of negativity in the world, a lot of good, but folks, please, decrease the apathy, increase the consciousness. Peace and love. Hey, that was our time, man. Next Thursday night, you don't know who will be on the show, but definitely, man, I enjoyed myself here with DJ Shuttle. But folks, we out of here, man. I'll catch you next Thursday night, 10 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Shout out to everybody, man. I checked us out globally, man, in 38 different countries around the world, man. Peace. This will be on tomorrow morning to get. What's going on, everybody? This is Money Mob, the councilman. First and foremost, let me say this to everybody. AnchorFM.com is the best place to create your new podcast. And also, AnchorFM.com shares your podcast on many different platforms as well. So they help you build a great audience and a great following. 